Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Zach, it's a bonus episode. Bonus episode. Wow. Bonus. 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 Bonus episode. Bonus. You can tell that we've done radio by... Radio. It's a bonus episode on 99... Wait. No. Oh, you almost said it. Almost said old stomping ground. I never quite understood the term old stomping ground. I think it's like territory or something because you're stomping around there. But like, that's a dumb... Probably not the best thing to do. I like I like Stompy Ground though. That's a great one. I'm going to use that. This is the Stompy Ground episode. The weirdest one I've ever heard is cut your teeth. You go over there to cut your teeth. I have not. I think I may have heard that one actually, but like not at all recently till now. It's just it's so weird. What does that mean? Like, are you are you biting into it to like? And then that's maybe on your teeth. I don't know. You're sinking your teeth into it. I think that's it. You're sinking your teeth into it, but it's a little hard, so your teeth are oh, getting that's cut. A horrible. It's a that's horrible, horrible image. Yeah, Why no. would you say that to people? That is horrible. You gotta go get a job and cut your teeth. Yeah. E I. Oh. Anyway. Bonus um, episode. What are we doing episode. for this bonus episode? Well, Zach, I watched. Uh, well, I said I was going to watch four movies. Uh huh. I watched five movies. Oh. In the lead up to uh, episode ten, which is out what on was Friday. The fifth movie, like. Um, you'll explain. You'll it's explain. the Coen Brothers were involved in it, so uh, I was had just everything about it, sort of just just doing quick research. I was like, nah, I've got to watch this. Yeah, I do have to watch this. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we're doing the Hudsucker Proxy. Yes, for episode ten, and it's the fifth Coen Brothers film. Yes, and I was like, I actually haven't seen any of their films before f- they made Fargo. Okay, so I was like, I'll go watch them all. So I did. Okay, how did that go? Yeah, pretty good. Nice. Um, we're gonna go through them. Uh, you you got like questions you're gonna ask me about them. I'm gonna uh-huh. like give off my quick opinion, quick yep. rating, and then you're gonna pick one and you're gonna watch it before we review Hudsucker right. yeah, next yeah. week. Uh, it's a whole thing. Okay. If you don't know what's going on, if, neither do we. It's a bonus episode. Yep. First time I'm doing it's it. It's a bonus. Bonus, bonus, bonus. Bonus. Um, what? I said bonus. Hmm, did you know? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> pretty sure you didn't say that. I'm pretty sure you just broke the sound. I'm pretty Oh no, the windows. Oh no. Anyway. Was that like an SNL bit or something? Oh yeah. There's um that one guy, he just gets so loud to the point where he's like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's, that sounds like an SNL skit. Oh jeez. Uh, Alright. Classic SNL. It's not funny. Yeah. But it makes you laugh. Yeah. That that's a <laughs> No. Then it is because you laugh. True. It's bad, but it's funny, is what you're looking for. You're not laughing at the jokes you're laughing at. How <laughs> just awful it is. Just... Yeah, you're not laughing at what you should be laughing yeah. at, but you're still laughing. There we yeah. go. Um, I right. wrote 
notes for the first two of these and then forgot to write notes for the rest of them. So, yeah, who cares? Let's uh, go. Let's just bonus episode. Bonus. Yep. What was the weirdest radio intro we had? It oh. had to be epic bug kills, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the sprawling. <laughs> this is. <laughs> we, did, we did so many strange segments. Um, oh, yeah, no, for our radio show. And yeah. it has some very silly intros. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, hey, welcome back. It's me, a Sando, and a sack. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, no, it was just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear me. And that time we got that YouTuber on, and he just read out my little pony porn. What? Do you remember that? I don't. Really? I, think I blocked that out of my memory. It wasn't a fun episode. I had to cut pretty much all of it. Yeah, no. <laughs> it sounds awful. <laughs> when did we do that? I don't remember that, that at all. That was like 2013 or something. Wow. I probably still got the episode somewhere. That's we got to listen to that at some point and just criticise that. I'm trying to remember it. That, it was like... That's um, a bonus episode It was right like... Um, what's like a Mighty Little Pony character? Rainbow Dash. It was Applejack. Like, and Rainbow Dash ate Applejack's cake. And it's just, it's just like I can remember almost all of them. There's Pinkie Pie, yeah, Rainbow Dash, uh, Jack. Those are the only ones I can remember. That was a actually. wild episode, yeah. Uh, no. And this is what the, the bonus episodes are. I think we should do that as a bonus episode <laughs> where we re-listen to the previous episode, yeah, and play it alongside, and we just like pause it and like criticize it. <laughs> Wait, oh, that'd be great. Episodes of this show. This show and that Pinkie Pie episode. <laughs> the friggin' pony. The PP episode. <laughs> the PP episode. Oh, no. Um, oh, no, but seriously, that's a good idea. We should mm. criticise our own show. Our own show. Episode. No one's going to listen to that. That's great. No, we're going to I mean, if you want to wanna listen to it. So send us... Send us... Your thoughts. Yeah. And your prayers. Would you listen... <laughs> and that as well. <laughs> that's very comments. important. Um... <laughs> Alright, the first film I saw. Yep. Debut pick by the Cohen brothers. Written yep. by Joel and Ethan Cohen. Directed okay. by Joel Cohen. Oh. Um, it's kind of fun. Came out in 1984. It's called Blood Simple. So Blood what's Simple it, what is about? Was, so it's about uh, this guy. He owns a bar. I pick this one. He... He owns a bar... Uh, he's he's not a very nice guy, uh-huh. and so his wife yep. uh, leaves him, okay, and bit goes a, over and stays with this uh, one of the guys who works at the bar, okay. And so the guy who owns the bar is like, oh, I don't like this, uh huh. And so he um he puts out a hit on the other guy, uh huh. And that's that's what that's what the movie's about. I don't With that, watch this one. <laughs> giving away too many of the twists and yeah, turns, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it's about. Okay, it's cool. um, was it good? It's good. It, it's an interesting film. You can tell that it came out a couple of years after Halloween because yeah. it's very similar to the first like Halloween film. Oh really? There's a lot of like home invasion scenes in the style of Is it Halloween. Like gory? Is it like a? It's the thing? most violent film that I saw from them. Okay, uh, yeah. in this batch. But not really. It's pretty low key. Okay. Um, Do people die? There's a few deaths. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's. I really like the acting. 
Um, okay. uh, Francis McDormand, who is uh, one of the Coen Brothers' real life uh, life partners, but it was her debut movie as well, and oh, nice. she, she's you know gone on to do three Billboards most recently. Yeah, uh, and it was a really cool scene in Ellis' film with her. Um, it's also got uh, one of my favourite performances in all of these yeah. films is by M. Emmett Walsh, uh-huh. uh, who plays who plays uh, this like detective guy. Yep, and he's the happiest detective ever. He's making uh-huh. jokes. Oh, he's no. just like he's always smiling. He's got this thick accent. Oh, that's great! And he's just incredible. But then, like halfway through the film. Boom! He's the most serious person in the oh, movie, really? wow. and it's really, really, it's That's it's awesome. light and day. It's really cool. Uh, I don't want to see this movie now. You're gonna have yeah. to convince me with the other movies. It's not, it's, it's not very funny though. Oh, okay. And, and that's the thing with Coen Brothers. I always sort of, whenever I think of them, I think you know, relatively dark themes, but they're always pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do there a is... lot of comedy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's not much uh, comedy in this one, um, hmm. but. Yeah. It's still pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, I would go a goodie. Right. If I want oh, to go yeah, yeah, a goodie. Yeah. Goodie, goodie. Um, yeah. But not my not my favourite one from this batch. Okay, all right. Not my least favourite, though, either. So, what, sorry, what's the next one? The next one uh, doesn't count, so you're not allowed to choose this, but you oh, can okay. watch it if you want, because I have a feeling you might. Yeah. Uh, so, it's a collaboration with right. the man himself, Sam Raimi. Okay. Uh, of course, the Spider-Man trilogy. Yes. E- Evil Dead. Yeah. Because uh, uh, he worked on Evil Dead with... I'm pretty sure he worked on it with Joel Cohen. He was like uh... a, a, one of the assistant writers or something like that. Yep. And they went, let's make a movie together. Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Crime Wave. Uh... Came out in 85 slash 86. So uh-huh. the reason I watched it, I quickly went onto their, the Wikipedia page for this film. Mm. Straight up top it says... This film was incredibly hard to make. The studio would not let them edit it, would not let them do really? anything. It's Why? a complete disaster. Uh, it d- d- bombed so hard. Yeah. It cost $2.5 million to make this movie. $2.5 million? How much do you think it made uh, in the box office? I'm going to say half a million. It made $5,000. Huh? Yep. Sorry, what now? It cost two point five million, and it made, it made five thousand dollars. What? How it's, did it make so? B- it's a huge bomb. I don't. That's know. the biggest bomb I've ever heard. <laughs> they made crazy. like five thousand dollars. They could have just not spent the money yeah. in the first place and made more money. It's, it's an insane movie as well. Like, think, yeah, Batman sixty six. Yes, slightly more violent. Okay, a little, little bit, bit more, more violent, swearing, but but still very silly. Some horror aspects. Okay, there's a bit of horror, yeah, because of the violence and all that. Yeah. But it's also kind of like Batman and Robin-ish as well. Yeah, it's um. So it's about this guy who is on the death row. Classic. Uh, he has been charged with, I think, like, killing a bunch of people, but he didn't do it. He says that he, he uh... didn't do it. And the film is told in flashback of him retelling the events of this night where there was an electrical storm, maybe, uh-huh. and a bunch of criminals got loose and oh, did boy. crazy stuff. Yeah, no. The villains are these two uh, are these two uh, rat exterminators. 
Uh-huh. And one of them talks like this. Hey! And one of them kind of talks like this. Hello! That's, that's awful. <laughs> I hate that so much. And it's for the entirety of the movie. The main <laughs> character so is such an idiot. Oh, really? He's so dumb. There's just so many moments. There's a, this point where he... um. How does something bomb that bad? He's trying still to, on that, sorry. He's trying to talk to the female lead, and he's just visibly got a book called How to Talk to Girls. Oh, that he just, no. like, carries around for the entirety of the movie. Um, the Bruce Campbell is in it. Yeah. Uh, he plays probably the best character, who's only in it for about five minutes, but he's really, really good. Nice. It's just a mess, and it's weird, but it's also kind of amazing. Yeah, but how does something bomb that bad, like... Did they have any advertisements? Or Probably like... not. Well, like, I've got the poster in front of me right now. Is that a poster of a movie that you'd watch? <sighs> it's a very bland poster. I mean... It, a lot of browns and guy. greens. Yeah. It might be something I'd see if there was, like, thing. if I was at a theatre yeah. and was going to see some movies, I might add it to the list of things I was seeing. The thing is... How does something only earn $5,000? Yeah. Surely the cast member's going to see it. Like, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Collectively could make more money than that. I have no idea. It, um... I don't know, like, maybe the studio just had absolutely no faith in it and only released it in, like, a handful of cinemas. That could be it. Yeah, wow. But it, yeah. It has sort of got a cult following. Yeah, no. Sort of. You you would with five thousand dollars. I feel like it's on the rise. Like more people are discovering it. I would yeah. say it's a film to watch. It's very short. Yeah, <clears> I might <throat> I might ask for you to give um, me a copy. Or see how it is. It's yeah. pure insanity, but I sort of loved it. Yeah, okay. and I think I'd rate it a goodie, but in the same sense that you rated Cabin Boy a goodie. Right. I yeah. feel like it's one of those sort of I, I understand sort of situations. that goodie. Uh, it can be it can be a misleading yeah. thing when you only have two ratings, but um, goody it's yeah. But anyway, uh, the okay. next one will uh, will jump forward uh, to nineteen eighty seven. Okay, uh, their proper the Coen Brothers' proper second movie uh, called Raising Arizona. Yep, stars Nicolas Cage. Oh, do love that boy. He's an ex convict. Oh, and Holly Hunter. Uh-huh. Is what? a police officer. Oh, no. And uh, she keeps seeing him when he goes to jail. Uh-huh. Fall in love, get married. Oh, no. It's then realised that neither of them can have can have kids. Uh-huh. Someone very close by to them has five kids. Uh-huh. And they're like, I'll just go steal a kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> of course, that's the reasonable... What? This film, I think it's my favourite out of all of them. I want to watch this film. It's I don't amazing. Care. Yeah, it's no. so good. It's super early <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Oh, boy. So, because I sort of feel like when he started off and where he's at now, he's allowed to get as crazy as possible. Oh, yeah. No. There was like a middle point where he was, where like, they had the reins on him. Yeah, But yeah. in this film, whew. Whew. Wow. John Goodman's also in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's really good. Uh, and there is a... I don't really want to spoil it too much, but there is yeah. a Western element that gets introduced okay, cool, at the cool. end. Of course. So he's... This is a comedy, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's a yeah. pure comedy slash yeah. crime film to a point, but it's mainly yeah, yeah. a comedy. Yeah, no, um, that sounds amazing. It's I really fast-paced. Yeah. It's just a weird blend of genres, just like Crime Wave. It's so many different genres packed into That's this amazing. one film. 
for some reason, it um. It's gotten pretty popular now, and it did well in the box office when it came out, but the critics weren't super happy on it. <laughs> like, yeah, that, but when did well, they know anything, am I right? Like, they were like, oh, like, what is this? Is this fantasy, or is this real? I don't understand. Okay, like, so they didn't get comedy? <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> it sounds like they just didn't get the whole thing of, like, fictional real life sort mm. of thing. There was either comedy, which <clears throat> was like... So heavy comedy, unrealistic with yeah. all these things that it's like it couldn't be real. Whereas like this is just crazy people. Mm. Is this real? I don't understand. It's yeah. um. Anyway, it's amazing. Yeah, hundred percent a goodie for sure. Yeah. Goodie, yeah, no, definitely. I want to see this one. Nicholas Cage. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Mm. I want to see every Nicholas Cage film ever made. Yep. I just want to watch that boy. Ah, oh, he's so good. Yeah. No. There's. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, the kid also has like magical powers. What? And whoever looks at the kid thinks that kid is the cutest thing ever to exist ever and wants uh-huh. to, st- to steal it. Huh? Yep. Why is that a thing? I don't know. It is. This is amazing. <laughs> it's such a great yeah, film. Yeah, no, I'm seeing this one. I don't care what the other ones are. Uh, uh, the next one, jump forward uh, to 1990. Yep. Uh, Miller's Crossing. Does it have Nicolas Cage in it? It does not have Nicolas Cage Alright, we're done with this one. Next one. Uh, No, 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 um, really. Uh, What's this one about? So, it's more of a gangster film. Okay. It's got, like, noir sort of elements to it. Uh, Gabriel Byrne is the main character, Mm -hmm. and he's basically the second-hand man to, uh, to this, um, to this mobster. Okay. And this mobster wants to you know, to be the greatest mobster ever and get yep. rid of this other mobster in town. Of course. And it's your typical gangster film of, like, this one person manipulating all these different people to do whatever they want and, like, yep. um, the end being, you know, not quite what you expect, a bit of, like, a twist, a bit of a, hey, okay. actually, I've been doing this the whole time. How long, what, did you, what did you think about that? Bam. I... Was he a cop? Was no, he no, a no, cop no, the whole no, 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 no. Ah, no, damn it. I tried to guess that one. It's not no. a cop. It's shot really well. It's yeah. written really well. Okay. But I don't know if I liked it that much. Oh, okay. Like, it's definitely a good film, and I would probably go goody yeah. just based off the fact that it does hold up. But personally, it's not my sort of not film. Not your thing? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's a, a lot of just long conversations. You've got to pay attention to everything. Right. Um... Yeah, that's, the, I, that's yeah. the thing which you need to be careful of with, like, crime films and mysteries and, like, having twists and stuff is making it too hard to understand. Yeah. Is, like, a key point in filmmaking. Mm. And if people are too heavy-handed with that, it can it can ruin the film. Yeah. Then again, if they, like, make it so hard that, like, people go, wait a minute, mm. what if this means this means this? It can be good. So it's it's a balance. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, like, it's definitely a good movie. <clears throat> and you can tell that like it influenced a lot of a lot of other films, and that it was heavily influenced by by like the the Godfather and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So if you like the Godfather, I'd say check it out. But okay, I don't know. Like personally, ever since I saw Godfather, all gangster films just yeah, sort no. of feel the same. Well, that's that's the thing with the the Godfather setting. The tone for mm. the other ones doesn't help the other ones, unfortunately. Yeah. Personally, what's my favourite? Last one, last one. Last one is called Barton Fink. Oh boy, this, and I love the picture for this one. Uh, it's got the man himself, John Turturro, 
Yep. Our younger listeners will probably know him as uh, the older guy in the Transformers films who yep. gets peed on by Bumblebee. Yep. Yikes. Uh, this is before he decided to do all those, and it was doing uh, good films. Um, yep. <laughs> wow, shots fired. Take that, Transformers. Also deserved. Also deserved. Take it, Transformers. You... Mm. This is an excellent movie. So it's yep. him, John Goodman's in it as well. Uh, they work with him a lot. Uh, it's set in the 40s. Yep. So the main character Button Fink is a uh, is a script writer. Yeah. Uh, he writes plays, but his management Meta. are like, yeah, you should get into movies. Uh-huh. So he goes. Meta. O- yeah. So he goes over to L.A. and they hire him to write this movie. Ah. Uh, interesting. I think technically it's the best one that I saw. Personally, raising Arizona is just pure madness, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But on a filmmaking aspect, it's fantastic. Um, it, it's got like. Some like so many different styles in there as well, yep. because he is in this like hotel room, and it's like a hotel room. It's fallen apart. The wallpaper is like fallen off. Mm. Everything's all hot and sticky. There's mosquitoes everywhere. Uh, it's got like elements of like a horror film as well. When he's like oh, walking really? down the hallway, it's really weird. Oh, that's uh, and cool. then it's also like a buddy movie with him and John Goodman poking oh, fun, yeah, yeah, having yeah, yeah. you know. That's cool. Um, it's really good. It's very funny. Uh, the ending's weird, uh, but that's, you know, of course, yeah. like, what you'd expect for something like Why did you rate it? I mean, 100% goodie. Nice, yeah. nice. But, um... Hey, well, how many is that? Is that all of them you've rated goodies? Technically, yeah, I think yeah, so. there you go. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of Coen Brothers. I was surprised I hadn't seen this yet, because it's a huge film, and, like, everyone... I'm pretty sure it was nom- nominated for, like, a bunch of Oscars and everything as well, so... Nice. Um, uh, it's good. It's really good. I've already made my choice. I, yeah. I, I could see this one as well. It sounds it's, not bad. I like the yeah. actor and like I like oh, the yeah. sound of it. So it's pretty like slow moving, but at the same time, if you like keeping an eye out for all of the like the hints towards what could be Ooh. going on and stuff like that, I do good. like that sort of like looking out for things and spotting things and knowing things mm. because uh, I've noticed through a lot of modern shows. They sort of just tell you things. Yeah. Whereas a lot of older things, they treat you a lot smarter. Mm. And they make you figure it out sort of thing. Which I like a lot more than, like, them yeah. just telling you straight out. Yeah, definitely. Which is good, so, yeah. Um, and that's all the ones that I watched in the lead-up to cool. uh, to Friday's Yeah, no. Show. I'll check out the Nick Cage one, please. Yep. I'll take one Nick Cage for 20, please. Alright, 100%. You'll watch Raising Arizona. I-, I think you'll love it. I think yep. we'll have a blast. That's so tough. Yeah. And that's my kind of movie. Yeehaw. (laughs) So, uh, there we go. So that's the bonus episode. Bonus episode. Leave a like, subscribe, uh, leave a five star rating uh, on my channel, not not Sandro's, because I deserve it. It's the same channel. Um, And. uh, It's the same channel. Well, we are on YouTube. Like me on Instagram. But, right. Okay. Yeah. Like, you you, you couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. I'm unfollowing you. All right. (laughs) Not not another one. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus episode. Um. Uh. Yeah. If you like bonus episodes, we could do it. We We should do a few more. I feel like we should do like just whatever random episodes. Not not the same episode each time. All the bonus episodes are different, weird, wacky concepts. Definitely weird, wacky concept. How about a bonus episode? Uh huh. Where we discuss what to do in a bonus episode. That could be a bonus episode. Be a, bonus episode. a bonus episode could be going back and criticize, like going through our episodes and being like, "Oh, that good, was a bad yeah. joke." 
yeah. Sandro. And oof, I'm definitely mm. unfollowing you on Instagram for that one, Sandro. <laughs> and stuff have, like that. Yeah. We do have some guests coming up. Ooh, Our yeah, that'd be good. bonus episodes could just be turning on the mic and let, just talking. Let, yeah, let he's, let's see what comes out of our guest's mouth that we can make fun of. Yeah. Can't be uh, worse than what comes out of Sandro's mouth. Or Zach's mouth. Yeah, that's or fair. Or say it, any of our mouths. Bonus episode. <laughs> 